The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Craig. Welcome to our show. And, you know, <laughs> I've been having some trouble with my computer, and I appreciate all the support you guys are giving me. Uh, but that's just the way it is right now, so we all must deal with it, if you know what I'm saying. The season is here, man. I'm telling you, training camp has started. There's been some news. Things are happening. But I just have to go out on a little tangent and tell you, I went fishing today. I'm out there. I go up. I go fishing. And I go into the porta potty at the lake. And as soon as I step in, I look through those little slats when you're standing there. And I could hear the Raider Nation. I could hear the crowd. I could smell the tailgate. It's almost here. Fall is in the air, ladies and gentlemen. And the Raiders will be on the field August 11th. I can't believe it. It's awesome. Welcome to show 154. All right, Raider fans, you have to be there. Raider Nation celebration, I tell you, I will be there. So will Randy be taking some videos. So get your mugs in there. Get a mug shot on the Raider Nation video cast because we will be there video casting. Check it out because it's pretty cool. All the fans come. Uh, the face paint is on. It's a great way to get the season started. You get a chance to see where you might be sitting. Another thing, too, is if you're thinking of going to a game and you're out here in the, the Bay Area, it's a great opportunity for you to take a look from all over the Coliseum and see where you'd like to get some tickets. Great day is had by all. The great thing is it's going to be from 4 to 8 p.m. August 9th. That gives people an opportunity that are working to get off work and jam over to Coliseum. Be there, man. There were a bunch of kids last couple times. It was great to see the families out there. Be there. It's great. One more event we must mention. August 4th just hit Family Day. The 66 Mob. That will be in Napa, California, of course. Yes, the just hit Family Day in Napa. Way to kick off. The summer training camp at the Marriott Napa Valley Hotel and Spa and Lounge, 3425 Solano Avenue, Napa, California, 94558, MapQuest It's Saturday, August 4th, 2007 from 4 p.m. on Sounds of the Mob Alley DJ, Mob Skull. It's a great crowd. These guys put on a real good show, a lot of food. They do ask for a little donation here and there. It's cool because, you know, 66 Mob and Grizz Jones, they feed the homeless out there on game days. Uh, they do a lot of stuff for charity. It's a great thing. Uh, it's a fundraiser, remember? So get on in there. You'll see a lot of people, a lot of friends, a lot of people you see at the games. It's a great way to start this season off, and this is just one of many events that the 66 Mob puts on. So be there. Okay, today's show is going to be... Yeah, yeah. Do you know about my city? Aviva Las Vegas. Yeah, we're going to talk about the odds Vegas has of the Raiders being a Super Bowl champion. That's pretty funny. 
Uh, it's not funny, though, what they say about the team, and I'll go over that for sure. Then we have, of course, some news you can't use. And actually, it's news I cannot freaking believe is in the paper. It blows me away. It is the first stab of the morning Niner fans over in San Francisco. Now, we should just call it Frisco because they hate when you say that. But uh, the first slam of the media on the Oakland Raiders. They're taking a parting shot. I hope we kick their ass in the preseason battle of the day. We'll talk about that article because Sean of the Raider Take at RaiderTake.com has it down pat. And another story, of course. Oh, no! Cooper is out! Yes, Jared Cooper's gone, man. One of my favorite guys, a real personal individual. Guy had a mouth. Guy was quick on his feet. He was very, very cool, but I guess he was in trouble with the Panthers before, and now that he had the substance abuse situation and the four-game suspension, he's going to be out. We'll talk about that and some other Raiders that have been gone. And we got to hit this because I did it before. Vic is still a dick. (laughs) Yes, I remember last season. People were saying perhaps Michael Vick has had his his own uh, his day already over in Atlanta, and he might come to the Oakland Raiders. And I did a story. Vick is a dick, and I went over the reasons why we don't want this cat in Oakland. And uh, I think Randy's going to have to dig that up and throw it right here in this segment so that we get an idea of what I said then and what's happening now. The dog beater, the dog eater, the dog defeater. This guy here, you know, a lot of guys uh, weighing in on it. You know, I'll tell you what. It's wrong. That's all I got to say about that. And, of course, we'll hit the Raider Nation podcast. Comments forum section. And that will be our show. Oh, there's blackjack and poker and the roulette wheel. A fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva Viva Las Vegas. You know, it's pretty funny when Las Vegas comes out with a pop-off of their worst teams in the NFL. You know, they always have, they always seem to have a, you know, a, one of the special teams. You know, one of those teams that, well, they love to hate. And guess what? This has happened to be their team of the year, the Oakland Raiders. I won't say that they hate us. I don't say Vegas hates us at all. Shit, if we were winning, they'd be betting on us too. It's all about the money. That's all it is. But according to Las Vegas Insiders, the Oakland Raiders' odds of winning the Super Bowl are, yes, like last season, 150 to 1. That's how it started out. And then things kind of improved a little in our odds with our uh, changes in team, changes in player, but we still blew. Now, I'll tell you what, it doesn't bother me, nor does it surprise me that we might be considered not Super Bowl contenders. Absolutely. I don't think we're Super Bowl contenders myself. But essentially what they're saying here is that we suck and that once again we'll probably finish as the worst team in the league or one of the bottom four worst teams in the league. Well, I don't know because we're going to have to be doormats to Cleveland, Houston, and Detroit, which uh, have much better odds of making it to the bowl than we do. Cleveland being 100 to 1, Houston being 101, and Detroit being 125 to 1. 
So we're 150 to 1, so that must mean that we suck. Well, any moron that would read this crap and put any credence into it, well, I know what to tell you. I certainly wouldn't bet on the Raiders to win the Super Bowl this season, but I certainly wouldn't bet on them to be in the basement either. I see a good, strong 7-win season, maybe 8, and if it's in the right position, hopefully we can get some run into maybe the postseason if we can get 10. I don't care about how many wins as much as I care about winning the division. That is the biggest thing of all. Being the doormats of the AFC West is tiresome. Can you feel me? So what I'm saying here to Las Vegas is don't put your money on the Raiders. Well, unless you're a Raider fan, that is, because everyone I know goes for the long shot. And you know what? Sometimes it happens. Let's look at some news that you cannot use. Yes, news you can't use. This is a, an ongoing segment from uh, the Raider Take, Sean of the Raider Take.com. Excellent blog, probably the best blog about the Oakland Raiders. Uh, this guy is very cerebral. Great character. Can't wait to see you, Sean, at the games. It is awesome. Once again, you have capped a obvious blemish on the city of San Frisco. Ugh, I hate even saying it. Anyways, news you can't use goes on to say, and let me clarify it here because it is a great article. Uh, in the long, sordid history of news you can't use, this just might be the most odious of them all. <laughs> According to the San Francisco Chronicle, Lane Kiffin is undermining and threatening the potential of the Oakland Raiders by making personnel decisions from the vantage of his own alleged insecurities. <laughs> Can you believe that somebody wrote that crap, Nancy Gay? I don't even believe it. Sean, this is perfect. Anyways, let me continue. According to the Chronicle, why did the Raiders release long snapper and center Adam True? Word has it that True, an acknowledged team leader and very personable player, did not get off on the right foot with Coach Lane Kiffin's staff. He was cut loose despite of being a personal favorite of owner Al Davis. Remember this day, True, 33, will not be the last older player to be waived. Numerous NFL sources have suggested Kiffin, 32, wants to rid the team of players who are close to his age or older. Ooh. Sources say. <laughs> uh, Kiffin doesn't want players with influence who might threaten his authority. So team leaders such as fullback Zach Crockett, 34, and yes, believe it, defensive tackle Warren Sapp, 34, are in big trouble. Even if Sapp, who admittedly dropped 49 pounds in six months, comes to camp looking like a pro bowler, he's probably wasting his time. What a load of crap. What a load of crap. <laughs> Thank you, San Francisco, for the comedy. 
Yes, I will remember this day. Nancy Gay. This is a day the San Francisco Chronicle lost total control and <laughs> of the distinction between opinion and commentary and reporting, hiding behind an unnamed source to irresponsibly question the character of Lane Kiffin while engaging in rampant speculation and illogic. This is merely an attack on Lane Kiffin. It's an attack on professional journalism. I'll tell you right now. After limping along last year with an old coaching staff and an ineffective veterans, the team has done exactly what the media wanted them to do. Clear the deck, start over, and get younger. That's exactly what the media said last season. Don't you remember San Francisco? Yet the San Francisco Chronicle wants us to read something dark and disturbing into the fact that an injured 33-year-old long snapper was cut and a fullback who turns 35 at the season's end might not be the big part of our future plans. Meanwhile, Al Davis is constantly ripped for interfering in personnel matters, yet, <laughs> yet when his head coach exercises autonomy by cutting one of Al Davis's favorite players, well, that's a big problem, too, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. What a weak-ass rag. True, won't be the last order player to be waived. Wow, that's really shocking and unsettling. The notion that players nearing their mid-30s might fade out of the picture. That's what we want to have happen, you idiot. <laughs> In other news, youngsters Jared Cooper and Darnell Bing were released yesterday, according to the unnamed sources, and the rest of the team's younger players are on shaky ground as Al Davis is overriding Lane Kiffin's personnel decisions and <laughs> skewing the roster towards older players because Mr. Davis wants to secure a stadium <laughs> naming sponsorship from the AARP. <laughs> Sean, you're funny! Jamarcus Russell and Michael Bush are in big trouble. And that, Raider fans, is news you cannot use. <laughs> Good one, Sean. That is unbelievable. Well, that's just a bullshit. That's all I got to say. I can't believe they wrote that crap. Sean, that's unbelievable. Uh, when will they ever stop? Never. Okay, let's go on to the next one. That was funny, man. Oh, man. Should I stay or should I go now? Should I stay or should I go now? If I go, there will be trouble. And if I stay, it will be double. So come on and let me know. Should I stay or should I go? Okay, just like John uh, said, you know, Jared Cooper was cut. What a guy, man. I really liked him. Adam True, 11 years in the saddle, man. Uh, true Raider fan. The uh, He was the last guy uh, Joe Bugle saw, and he's been through the turmoil of all those seasons and some victories as well. 
Darnell Bing got injured, never really recovered. Didn't see much of it, and we expected a lot, but didn't see much. But Jared Cooper, he's gone to, well, got his hand caught in the cookie jar, and that's just the way it goes. Michael Bush signed, and, uh, you know, the camp is starting to solidify. There's some things that are happening. But there's trouble. And I mean there's trouble on the horizon, Raider Nation, and I'm flipped out already. So here's the first concern I have for this year. I'm not trying to be a naysayer or a negative guy. I want the Raiders to win, and I hope they kick some ass this year. But I have some big concerns, and my concerns are the signings. The lack of signing of our number one draft pick, Jermarcus Russell, which they're playing down is not a big deal. But I think it's bullshit. The number one thing I think is bullshit is the fact that it's affecting the renegotiation of the contract with Derek Burgess, who is a class act reporting to camp today, even with a shitty rag of a contract. Pisses me off that we have business managers in the Raiders that aren't taking care of business. I, as a fan, want to see these things rectified as soon as freaking possible. The one thing we can't have is someone unhappy like Derek Burgess on the defense with double-digit sacks in two years for the silver and black. Pro Bowl defensive player Derek Burgess did report to camp like the class act he is and went through his thing, but he is not happy, not happy at all, not happy with his deal, and he said so through his agent. But, like a class act, not calling for trade, not calling for a boycott, etc., etc. Man, I hope they take care of this guy because I cannot believe, I cannot believe we're not taking care of him. But at the end of the day, they have to clear Russell's money first. He's got to come first because he's got to get his ass in camp. I'm hoping that they will take care of him and go ahead and sign the rest of the team and get everybody on board as soon as possible. Kiffin's face looks a little stressed out to me in camp because I don't believe he has the key components to make the thing work, especially with a preseason game just days away. You know, Kiffin has to put together an offense and have a team ready to play by August 11th. This is something is going to be pretty brutal, very, very difficult for the young Kiffin, considering he's never been at this position in his life on the pro level. Now, we have to understand he does have a lot of supporting staff, and he's got a lot of support from the organization. However, however, without Russell in place and a disgruntled Burgess, things could start to waffle a little, especially... And I mean especially if Naomi Asamoah isn't getting any love in the form of dollars from Al Davis. This, I hope this is not the start of something we should be concerned about in Oakland, but I've got my eye on it, and it's really pissing me off. Just pay the man! Pay the man You got to pay the man Before you leave this world You got to pay the man that's what I've been saying, and that's what I'm going to continue to say until it gets resolved. Because I know the Raiders take their time, but I can't remember when the last time was we had so many people not signed before training camp. These things usually get taken care of, and it's a non-issue. But 
This year, it's a huge issue. We better take care of Burgess. Better take care of Nambi. I'm telling you right now, because the nation will be a little bit pissed. <clears throat> Pay the man! Who let the dogs out? Who, 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 who? Vic is still a dick. <laughs> Remember back when? I think it was last season. Randy has the cut. I'd love you to play that cut if you could, Randall. Without further ado, on to show 127. All right, Raider Nation, today's show will be, of course, we're cutting right to the chase here. Vic is a dick. Plain and simple. Vic is a dick. Why would we, as an organization, want to bring Michael Vick to Oakland? I ask you this. We already have Porter and we have Moss, both head cases. Do we need to add a triple? Do we need the three Stooges here in Oakland? I, as a Raider fan, say, hell no. We've gone for the Brooks experiment, very likely uh, the same type of quarterback as Michael Vick, but you can bet your fingers that he's going to lose some fingers if he flips off the Raider Nation if he comes down these parts. Now, of course, is a rumor by FoxSports.com, and it definitely is a rumor uh, that Michael Vick will be considered in a trade with Randy Moss and Jerry Porter, plus our first-round pick overall for the 2007 draft to pull Vick the dick out of Atlanta. Why would we need this sore toe in Oakland? Please, somebody tell me. Michael Vick, all flash and no cash. This guy sucks up a millions and millions of dollars of cap room. Plus, he is not a producer. He's an Aaron Brooks with a little more speed. We don't need him. We can't use him. And he certainly hasn't proved himself in the NFL. And this last incident, of course, with him in the quote-unquote water bottle. Yeah, okay. I wish I could make a bong sound. Maybe Randy could pull one out of his hat, but... Give me a break. The guy likes the tree. He likes the tree so much you can see it affects his play. I can tell you right now, I don't need this guy. We don't need any more trouble in the locker room, especially for a young coach just coming into his own. I just don't think this old dog has any new tricks. He can run. He's flashy, blah, blah, blah. But if Al Davis wants to put asses in the seats, he better just make the team produce. We don't need no superheroes. We need a good quarterback, a young quarterback, someone who can mold into the ideal quarterback, and that is something that our new coach will do very well because he's very experienced with it. I can tell you that for sure. So, long story short, the only one who would come out well in the Vic trade would be, of course, Matt Schaum. He would be then first the first quarterback, and that would be it. Now, for me, I'd rather have Matt Schaum on the Raiders. At least he has a chance to make his mark in the NFL and not a retread like Vic the Dick. And, you know, all that talk about him, his talent, his wasted talent, blah, 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 blah. 
We don't need Vic in Oakland. That's my two cents. I hope it's bullshit because I'll tell you what. We don't need Vic. Enough said about that. Anyhow, we were there were rumors that Michael Vick was coming to Oakland. All I can imagine is seeing his flipping off the black hole and having the entire stadium empty into the field from the black hole. Because that guy, he might be able to flip him off in Atlanta, but that ain't going to happen here by East 14th. <laughs> that ain't going to happen in Oak Town. And I'll tell you right now, his bullshit has taken the Atlanta Falcons to a whole new level of bullshit. <laughs> and I can't believe it. Thank God we didn't get this guy. And I'm so glad. I can't even tell you. So, Michael Vick, you are still a dick. A dick. A dick. A dick. A dick. A dick. I think that's funny. Yeah, you guys, Colorado Chris, Tomzo, it's going to be time. Goes to post. You guys, Raider Tommy. We're talking about Aya Moorhead. Aya, excuse me. Adam, the rookie. John Miriam. Curtis Rose. Daniel Wheatley. Raider Rick. Raider Randy. Raider Greg. It's almost time to have the Raider Nation Podcast tailgate. It's going to be awesome this year. We're going to hit it hard. We're going to do it good. We're going to do it up. And if you are coming to Oakland, I am telling you, you've got to get on it and come and see me. Sit down and have some beer. Get some pictures. We want to see the nation. And we will show you around. It'll be fun. We always have a blast. I mean, it is nonstop fun. And I kid you not. If you're going to go, you're going to get in there. you got to check it out, man. We're always in the South Lot. We're in the South Lot right by the McAfee sign, right underneath the McAfee sign. Big sign. Can't miss it. Anyhow, we have the Raider Nation podcast uh, banner up. And you can't miss us, man. I'm going to tell you. Plus the fact you get hooked up. Give me, send me some email. I'll get you our phone number. And we will hook up and have a tailgate. And it'll be fun. Like I said, get you on the video and all that. So let us see now. Raider Nation podcast. Comments forum section. It's pummeled up. We got everybody in here. We got the assassin. We got Navy Rod. We got hot Rob Jorge. Ah, everybody. Raider Frank. Everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Raider Nation podcast. Comments forum section. Raider Frank, Raider Nation podcast. Hey, Randy, Greg. I agree with Colorado Chris. Set up a donation button on the webpage. I know that a lot of podcasts set up donations buttons. Well, he's talking about a donation button for my computer that is like on its last leg. I'm pathetic, aren't I? I'm telling you right now. 
<laughs> uh, I also personally know you guys do this because you love the Raiders. I do, man. Love the fans and want to have some fun. And um, I have a place where you guys all can come in for your opinions. Not because we want to make money, and that's exactly right, but <laughs> there's a lot of us out there that would donate a couple of bucks to help off offset the cost uh, that will help us get some of the information normally can't get or allow us to shout out loud uh, what's on your mind <laughs> like, like I do because that's what I do. A lot of us would step up and help if we could. Man, Raider Frank, just the fact that you wrote that, brother, that's all you got to do, man. That's very, very cool. The fact that you just wrote that, um, it makes, you know, I'm, I'm not kidding you, man. It makes me feel uh, very cool, very good. And uh, quite honestly, I appreciate all the well wishes and all those things, you know. But, you know, it's hard for me and Randy to ask for anything because <laughs> we just aren't that way. We do this exactly why you say, because we love it. We love you guys, man. We love the nation. That's the coolest damn thing going on. And I'll tell you right now, um, I just thank you for the sentiment. And Raider Shaw, tell her I said hi. And thank you very much, man. That's, that's very cool. Okay, Navy Rob, some more cut. Darnell Bing, Jared Cooper. Coop, you dumbass. The nation loved you. Both of these cuts are kind of shocking to me. What do you guys think? Well, I'll tell you what I think. I think that Cooper, I was hoping, would hang on because he was a pretty hard hitter at special teams. But, you know, obviously we have plenty of people with the 14 wide receivers we have. So I think it was time for him to go. Uh, he was trouble at Carolina when he played for the Panthers. He had a lot of trouble there. And we took him in. I'm sure there were some stipulations on his conduct and, well, he just dropped the ball. I love you, Coop, but nothing we can do about it, man. Darnell Bing, just an injury-prone kid who never came up to what he's supposed to do. So, yes, the nation did love Cooper, and I, I loved him too, man. He was a hell of a guy, and he will be missed without a doubt. Some love from the NFL. I was watching the NFL Network, and they had top 10 passing duo, and the Raiders got some love. Ken Stabler to Fred Bolitnikoff was number eight. Of course, number six was Aikman to Irvin, uh, Montana to Young, Rice, and, of course, Manning to Harrison, of course. Juan Jorge comes in. No! Not Jared Cooper. Why? I looked up to that guy. Yeah, I like Coop too, man. But he got caught with his hand in the cookie jar, man. That's just what happens. That's just what happens. Uh, but Okay, let's see. Juan Jorge said, but Simeon Rice is on the loose, and the Bucks released him. Well, Juan Jorge, you might have something to go here. Sign Simeon Rice. Well, he's 33 years old, man, but, you know, he could be helping our defense out. So stay tuned because all is not lost. Simeon Rice could be coming to Oak Town with the defense we have because the, uh, the Tampa Gay – Buccaneers, <clears throat> excuse me, um, their defense is a shell of what it used to be. So uh, Rice could come on down. The assassin, Rice. I say we make every effort to sign Rice. Cut Brayton, and that could free up some space. But don't quote me on that. 
I'm not sure about the actual cap numbers either way. It could be a smaller, similar situation with Pat Swilling a few years back. On the downside of his career, but he, he came to the Raiders and dominated. Cooper was a long shot to make this team. He was good on special teams, but he just didn't have – he wasn't that talented as a safety. No, he was a, he was a late hitter and actually a late reaction guy. He didn't react in time to do that. He did good on special teams, but his safety qualities weren't there. I have to agree with you, man. Football is in the air. I bet your ass it is, man. When I was fishing today, it was a fall day. It was a fall day for several reasons. I'm telling you, I'm sitting there in that porta potty and I could hear the Raider Nation. That's such a weird thing. It's so weird I would have to share that with you, but I did. So what? <laughs> Navy Rob, another one bites to dust. Courtney Anderson, make room for Zach Miller and the other five on the roster for now. I don't think the Raiders are going to go after Simeon Rice, not after they signed Quentin Moses, Jay Richardson, and this Bill Schwancut ass clown they caught off waivers. Well, we'll see. But Courtney Anderson, thank goodness. I'm so glad that he is no longer part of the program. Okay. New York Raider Tommy. I cannot believe it. My thoughts on the season, he says. Camp starts today, and I'm pumped. I'm not going to get crazy this year on my prediction until we start winning some games. But I have a few thoughts on what we have to do to be successful this season. I would love to hear what everyone else thinks. Here we go. They need to come out of the gates. They could go into the, the bye week 3-1. and one. This could happen. They play the Lions, Donkeys, and Browns, and the Dolphins. They should win both games at home against the Lions and the Browns. Urgh! I don't want to put any money on that. We always have problems with the Donkos. I'm not going to put any money on that either. Although we should have some some uh, some momentum at home against the team last year. The game I attended with my buddy and a few Raider chops from England. What's up, guys? The Dolphins, the fish, can be won. Good defense, bad offense, and rookie coach. Sounds like I'm talking about us. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I don't think about the Dolphins, man. Their defense is fierce. I'd probably say it's probably right up there with ours. You know, these predictions of the season, Tommy, I know, but I'm not going to rain on your parade. So here we go. We have to, and I repeat, have to win division games. <laughs> I hear you, brother. I believe we are in the toughest division in the NFL. I agree. It gives us six games off the top against playoff potential teams. We need to get at least three and three. We could have beat KC twice last year and Denver at least once, too. This has to improve. It has to. Well, KC might lose twice this year because they suck. And their offseason moves have not been good. So the Raiders might come in and wake their ass up this season. The obvious one, offense has to improve. That happens with some consistency on the O-line. If we can hold the ball and put some points on the board, um, we can surprise some people and win a lot of games. I totally agree. The O-line is a big mystery. We're all waiting to see about the O-line. We'll see a little bit more on the 11th, but we will see 
a half going team, so don't put any water in the bucket until we start playing real football. Last thing. Now, don't get me wrong. The defense won a few games for us last year, but I think we have room for improvement. Yes, we do. And run defense will be very important. <laughs> straight. Burgess and Sapp are pro bowlers, but they need help from the other 50% of the line. Uh, Asamoah is a beast and the most underrated player in the league. We could use some more production out of Huff, which we will get this year, Tommy. But I think Damian Darius was a huge pickup for us on our D, and I love Morrison and Howard at linebacker. I think our defense is good, but teams just ran the ball in the second half on us and it killed the clock. Knowing our offense couldn't do dick, our offense needs to step up. Well, that's right. And that's why our defense looks so good, because they didn't care. Now that our offense might have potential, the defense is going to have a harder time. Thus, the Darius dangerous signing. That's what I'm going to say. I'm sorry... I'm sorry, one more thing. I think Russell has to get there early as possible. But I don't want to see him play this year. If he's playing, that means we're losing games. I'll give you a great example. Remember the year Carson Palmer was drafted number one? John Kitna played pretty much the whole year, and the Bengals are very competitive, almost making the playoffs. If McCown can be as productive as Kitna that year, we're good. But that's all up to the O-line. And if the O-line isn't playing well, why? <laughs> Don't worry about this kid. Why throw Russell out there to get beat up? Just a thought. I'm pumped, fellas! I can't wait till we get this thing started. I'm looking forward to it. I see a positive future in, the, in this team for a very long time. Go Raiders. P.S. Hey, Chris, how the hell are you? I know that you aren't counting my Yankees out yet, right? Yo, I'm going to try to make that December 2nd game against the Doncos. You should go. But leave the Afro at home. And one more sister joke, and I'm going to have to give your mountain ass a good old-fashioned NYC beatdown, partner. I love it. <laughs> Chris, you should come out there, man. And the Yankees. Yeah. That's what I got to say about the, the Yankers. Yeah, the Yankers, Jeter, Jeter, Peter Eater. That's all I got to say about the Yankees. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Okay. And, of course, Daniel Wheatley had something to say, and he is another great contributor. Okay, Randy comes in with Raider Nation Podcast is in the voting for Best Video Podcast. When I wrote post-1726, I thought we had not made the cut in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. Hadn't got enough nominations to make the voting round. Well, we didn't make it into the sports category, but I hadn't noticed that we did make it into the best video podcast category. I love it! I guess no one noticed, including Raider Craig. <laughs> so, congratulations, Patna. We made it to the voting. Yeah, I love it! Ah, we're going to pull a coup on those fan two girls. We're up against very tough and good competition. Some of these other video podcasts are very professionally produced, but we made it into the voting. So this should be give our video cap podcast some great exposure to more people, more exposure for all the Raider Nation. You can vote once per day between July 28th and August 11th, two weeks of voting. There's a link on our homepage. Make sure you guys follow the instructions and vote properly. Thanks for all your nominations. Come on, man. Vote me in. I love it. 
I love to be the I love to be the spoiler. Yeah, we get those fan two girls at one. That pissed me off last time. So let's get that stuff down, Raider Nation. Come on, you guys. All you guys. Get on my site. Give me the votes. Let's get the Raiders up there. I don't give a shit about me. I just want to see the Raider Nation in there. I ain't kidding you, man. I don't give a crap about me. I'd love to see the silver and black being up in the awards. <laughs> It'd be great. Juan Jorge, I agree. Our defense can improve just like... Al Davis said when Kiffin was inducted as head coach, Al Davis said something like, our defense is good, but not great. That's right. He likes Stu, but he thinks Stu will be replaced by Darius, and I hope that Sam Williams gets replaced by Robert Thomas. Me too. He's a good run stuffer, and I think he's way better than Sam Williams. I don't know. He's Sam. I don't know why Sam Williams is in there, but I would love to see Quinton Moe's. <laughs> and there are a lot. I think there's a great addition to that. And the RMP forum is alive right now. You bet your ass. Best of luck to the RMP video podcast. I'm definitely voting, rooting for you guys. Quinton Moe <laughs> That's funny shit. Uh, Juan Hurry comes in. Pay the man. Please pay Derek Burgess so he can be a happy guy and he's not a candy ass like Randy Moss who didn't deserve one penny. But Burgess, are you kidding me? He's our anchor on the defense. He deserves top dollar. Come on, Al. Open your wallet. Well, that says everything that I have to say about that. Pay the freaking man, will you please? Well, thank you for listening to another Raider Nation podcast run-on. News is happening by the moment. I just see that Kiffin is uncomfortable in camp for the first day because there's not a full regiment of players. Like I said, time is of the essence. They've changed the hours of the camp to later in the evening, seven to nine practices with an eight-hour break in between so they can have meals and nutritional supplements. They're really putting 100% into this camp, and he's certainly trying all types of different things and, and keeping an eye on the team's health and exhaustion levels. This, I think, is a good idea. Well, Lane Kiffin has got to get those saucers out of his eyes and sign all these people to contracts and get them into camp. Pay the freaking man, will you please, so we don't have to worry about it. I am just flipped out right now about those facts because they bother this fan a great deal. Thank you once again for listening to the Raider Nation podcast. I want to remind all the fans to get your tickets, man. Get hooked up. Get a seat. Put your ass in a chair. Uh, I'll get you some beer and some peanuts and some pizza and whatever and come and see a game. You will never regret it. Ask guys like Tommy. Ask guys like uh, any one of the guys that won the games at that uh, Raider Rick put out. And by the way, Raider Rick, you are the awesome fan. You know, we were talking on the phone the other day, and he was talking about the things that were concerning him, like the rest of us, the offensive line. Big trouble. Big trouble if we don't have Tom Cable putting a cable with all these guys, and they run with a cable so they can knock people down. So I'm concerned about that. I'm concerned about a couple other things too. But we shall see, man. This is what it's about. This is the freshness. It's like Christmas. You gotta open a present. Open it slowly, because it could be a big, big 
big surprise. Right on, Ritter Nation is coming. And we'll be coming back at you next week. This is Redder Greg. And if my computer survives, I will see you next week. Because this is Redder Nation Podcast. On one leg. And I am out. Out. Out.